thing go? Usually, yeah, around an hour. Cool. Can um, we get you out of here by one thirty ish so you can get yeah, to cool. get to the next thing? What's uh, the next I don't thing? mind being late to that because cool. it's uh, a, sh- a shit show meeting. <laughs> oh, I, okay. I, it's a pretty important meeting. I'm excited for it. But, uh, Do y'all want water or tea? Or? I actually wouldn't mind water. water. I got my coffee for now. Thank you. Um, I got my Kyle juice. <laughs> I didn't peg you for a monster boy. I'm a definite <laughs> monster boy. I like I have a ten pack always. Whoa! So you're a hardcore monster I boy. I'm a monster I boy. <laughs> uh, I actually have asked Walmart employees where are the ten packs of monster <laughs> as I'm like in my button up. Like, yeah. Hey, I just got off work. Where are your ten packs of monsters? <laughs> so do you treat, do you treat it as your coffee? Uh, yeah, it's like my. Do you drink coffee? I do drink coffee. So you drink coffee and monster, dude. I I'm I'm if I'm addicted to anything, it's caffeine for That's, sure. Um, um, I get it. And we talked. I, somebody asked me about it. I think I remember it was Elena or Alyssa. <laughs> I think it was, it was Elena. Elena. Yeah. Um. She was just like, what's the deal with it? <laughs> it wasn't the basis of the question. I remember AMP, Mountain Dew AMP. Yeah. Um, that was my that was my brush with a potential addiction to energy drinks. But I got out quick because I was like, I don't know. I don't know. The, I think the B12 or whatever was in it or something yeah. just like opened up my right. blood vessels and like made me all warm. I was like, I don't think I like this. I'm starting to learn that it makes me feel like the purest of like happiness oh, wow. in the moment that I drink it. And yeah. Then, like, so as a two as later, a recovering right? alcoholic, that is uh, addiction. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting to the point where I'm like, my day's not going well. Yeah. If I have a monster, mm-hmm. it will. That's like the people who are like, man, cigarettes just chill me out. And I'm like, well, <laughs> sorta. You're a little unchill because you haven't had one. For yeah. A while. <laughs> they just uh, make me feel normal. Yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it creates a new baseline, sure. Yeah. Um, so I know, I know that. I, yeah, and that's not not a judgment thing, too. No, I smoke cigarettes and I drink so much coffee. Yeah, I mean, this is coffee's this is better a, for you in a lot of ways. Yeah, I try to drink a lot of water. This is a twenty ounce of coffee, <laughs> and it's not the first that's been filled up today. <laughs> so I get it, man. So I get it. I just hate being like when I'm tired and groggy around people. I just I feel like I suck. Like and then I get all in my head. See, I just always feel like that. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, this just creates a new baseline for me to be a little like wired. Uh, I did quit coffee for a while. Um, people talk about that. I, I, I did it. I, so I I got I got super sick one time and I was like, oh, now's my chance to not be a like one pot of coffee a day guy anymore and uh i'm so glad i did it because then i spent 24 hours in jail three weeks later oh my god and and i, I smoked at the time but so i was like freaking out because of that uh-huh. i'm was i was so happy like that was <laughs> like the 24 hours spent in there among other things there was like this thread of like i'm not freaking out about coffee right now <laughs> and everybody else is and I was like oh, I've elevated <laughs> I'm back, that one but I'm thing. back in it like uh, uh, yeah. Dave Grohl he has his own Dave Grohl from Foo Fighters mm-hmm. and uh, Nirvana he got like, you into it no, <laughs> that guy there's there's videos of him um, called Google Fresh Pots with Dave Grohl mm-hmm. that guy 
is a coffee, like two pots a day. Yeah. The, the discussion of coffee amps this guy up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he's so creative, so I'm like, sure, whatever you need to <laughs> pour yeah. things out of you. And it's like, whatever, live your life the way that you want to live it. Whoa. You know, really? <laughs> In cursive script and white sticker on my wall. Yes. But I mean, honestly, that's but what true. it boils down to. Like, do whatever. If you feel like you can... Do whatever. If you feel like it's not affecting your life in a way that you don't want it to, then yeah, then it's good for you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, maybe that. doctors disagree. <laughs> but what do they know? You know. And that's what the, the more and more I've read, the more and more I've read from two sentence headlines. Scientists don't really know that much. Yeah. Um, the more I read, <laughs> they don't seem to. <laughs> it just it, I don't understand it. And if that's the case, you know what I've come to realize. Mm-hmm. My sticker, my white cursive sticker on the wall is you can't know everything so don't bother trying <laughs> I thought it was just you can't know everything nope you can't know everything so give up man But I can't. Yeah. Oh, man. No, that'd be too much. I feel like I know a lot of things, and I'm already at a point in my life where I'm overwhelmed by the things I know. Yeah. And I wish I could just... <laughs> like, I don't need that. That's just too much. Um, Gotta dump some stuff. Oh, no. Somebody posted a bad improv name. Group name. Ooh, okay. what was it? I got turn off notifications for that. I did. Yeah, it just shows up in my feed, and I'm like, if there's too many names, and they're already bad because it's bad improv names. It just becomes a pun war, is all it is. It's it's just a pun. I don't appreciate it. Just a pun pit. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You're not a punny guy? I'm not a punny guy. That's okay. Um, Makes me tired. It's. It, I feel like I think. I feel like if I can write them down, I can come up with like three to five. Sure. Like good ones. Um, but I feel like I think of the obvious ones and I don't say them because yep. I don't want to. I do that a lot. Uh, <laughs> and then it's so yeah. hard to think of a clever one sometimes that I'm like, it's not worth it. It's not worth making the pun. And yeah, then the, I, and then someone comes in, hits the obvious one, and everyone's like, oh shit. Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> that's okay. That's yeah. okay. Yeah. I'd rather <laughs> give someone the also opportunity. Take, yeah. Also agree. Yeah. <laughs> I like a pun. It depends. Like if I'm feeling puns, I'll go hard. I'll like. Get, I think what happens to those people, if it, it's like what happens to me, in that uh, a pun starts and in your head you just go down this rabbit hole, this obsessive thought process of like, for me it's just how many things can I think of, and I don't stop until like I've either gotten a good one or like six. Yeah. It doesn't happen all the time because that thread pops up all over the place. I'm like, all right. Okay. <laughs> and they're usually pretty funny, but um, if a pun happens it's, and I am connected to it, it becomes a very. That's all I can think about. Yeah. Um, Consumes. Yeah, I have. Uh, yeah. Like, no, I'm trying to do something else, but 
this is what's going on in my yeah. brain. I'll pull over. I pulled over in my car. Absolutely. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm like, oh, I'll lose it. <laughs> I, I, I lose so many thoughts. I've uh, I've started like recording myself. Yeah. Well, I've stopped doing this, but I started recording all of my best thoughts. I think my most creative thoughts happen inside of my car driving, and I drive mm. a lot for work. Yeah. Yep. Um. And I'm like, oh no! Yeah. Everyone needs to know about this, and oh, I won't even know about it in two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so I started recording myself, and I probably have a couple hours worth of audio that I have never listened to. <laughs> yeah. So maybe one day I'll go back. It's kind of like a journal mm-hmm. at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, That'll be nice when you feel like you need to. Yeah, because I've done it before with some stuff, and I'm like, uh, yeah. Yeah. No. Which some. is good, you know. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes to like not like what you did in that moment. Yeah, I agree. I have right. some audio logs from. I'm sorry. I do. I have some audio logs from when I first moved here too. That mm-hmm. kind of like little journal. But Cody wants to get started. That's yeah. Like no, because this is all great stands. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I'm it's all right. recorded. It's all recorded. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I do. <laughs> um. So. Uh, yeah. Welcome everybody to Hi. another. Uh, beautiful and uh, great episode of this community podcast uh this week uh, we have michael dorwart with us everybody knows him everybody loves him oh like literally 100 percent of the population <laughs> no, that's for sure <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not statistically possible that can't be I, okay you if you increase that in enough you know like the whole world it's like most likely yeah yeah oh well, we get, thought the, the bigger the population people, okay we, the, the bigger the we, population the more people like you yeah. Well, that yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the number <laughs> would increase. The percentage would significantly decrease. Here's the larger we go. Here's exactly what my statement was. Okay, hundred <laughs> percent of the population. What I'm talking about is the exact population that the census recorded. We oh, know that's not shit. accurate. We know there's more. Okay, <laughs> I get it. So you're just going to have recorded data, which I wish is only yeah. census data. Okay, and I yeah, don't. We all know census data. I'm point. Not racist. Be uh, not classist. Uh, yes. Sorry, I'll go. I'll go into that sound real quick. Anyway, so I don't the, believe the data. So I've decided. I've really discussed that. Science, no thanks. <laughs> no thanks to science. Um, uh, but no, it's it's awesome to have you here. Uh, I if I could, I was thinking on the drive over. I was like, what am I going to ask Michael? Because we talked a hundred times, and I was like. Exactly. A hundred. Do not dispute that. I see it on your face. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> but uh, and, uh, I was just thinking, I have I have some questions for you, but I uh, my my assessment of your your personality is just oh. that uh, when I talk to you, it's like you know something that the rest of the world doesn't know, and I'm always trying to figure out what that is <laughs> through conversation, and I'm like, wow, what is this? What... Like, just your energy and your willingness to be open and being vulnerable, and, like, you do just know a lot of things, and it's, uh, it makes you a great improviser, and it makes you a great person to talk to, and a good, good person, I think, you're a very empathetic person as well, so, um, so I'm, all my questions are going to be around trying to capture what that okay, is. Okay, cool, not <laughs> to disappoint you, because it's, it's not hard happen. to no. articulate most of my thoughts, so. Well, that wouldn't require me to be good at interviewing, and I'm not, so then... That would no, also happen. Okay, thanks. All you have yeah. to do is be charming and ask questions and listen. You have to be a good improviser to be a good interview oh. host. Cool. Um, 
I'm smiling a lot now, so that that helps. Yeah, he's good at that. He just, <laughs> he'll just bring it out of you. Bring it. Uh, but yeah, so but I do always ask uh, to kick it off. Um, how you feel? If you could give like two minutes of your time to just say how you feel about the community, even if you have something that you wish was different about the community, or mm. or if it was all. Um, if you just want to express like what the community's done to your life and like help you out, oh, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. Two minutes, sum it up. Uh, yeah, I'll try I mean, not to cry. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, I love the, it, the community is incredible. It is probably it, it, I don't know. I don't. I haven't been to most places in the world. I've been to plenty of places in the United States, but I've talked to enough people. I've met enough people, and I think I have enough understanding of people to know that the group of people that have um, gravitated to this community podcast TM TM trademark <laughs> uh, wait do I need to do that <laughs> it, they're all very, I, I think everyone's special in their own way but this is a space that really promotes everyone finding ways to really grow and connect and build relationships and explore relationships um, which is a lot of how I view the world is through relationships um, this place forces you to be in a space that makes you try to grow and to connect and be vulnerable, all of the very important things. So um, I think because of that, um, it has allowed me to be more empathetic and be uh, more aware of who I am and the impact I have on people. And it's given me this incredible outlet to be super creative, mm-hmm. not just on stage, but everywhere in life. Now. Yep. I feel way more confident about the calling myself a creative person or an artist because this community made me feel comfortable trying to do any of it. Um, and there's a lot of people I could name who are almost directly responsible for that, but there's no point in doing it because it is a collective thing that is, mm-hmm. uh, I think, grown outside of the people who really forged a path for this space to exist. So, um, I like it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to sum it up, and um, the impact on my life is incalculable. 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 I think. Incalculus. I think incalculus. I didn't take calculus. Mm-hmm. Well, in calculus, you'll learn how to get all the conjugations of that that word. Oh, you know, cool. I so, do. I do like. Did you just burn me? I did. Uh, see, that's no. that's the secret to life. You just never know when someone burns you, and you I go, know. huh? Oh. Oh. Then you go, okay. I was going to start talking about how much I like words. <laughs> um, well, so yeah, does that, uh, there's there's plenty of stuff for there to change in the community and that's the whole point is it just keeps changing that's a good point Um, and it'll figure itself out like I've learned with improv teams of like what kind of team do we want to be what do we want to do with our team it's like no that's not how literally anything in life works yeah Uh, just have an idea and then go for it Mm -hmm. and what it ends up being like is exactly what it's going to end up being like and guess what that's going to change too so let go (laughs) So it happened. Great. That's um, that's a really cool perspective, and mm-hmm. probably something that I could learn as well. So like, that's the secret. Um, that's the one answer. So there you go. Yeah. You there's the secret. Like, <laughs> <laughs> up. There's actually two more secrets. <laughs> so this is gonna was be one of the was one of the two secrets that there were two more secrets. 
Or are there actually three more secrets? Oh, man. In which case, there could be infinite more secrets. There's infinite amount of secrets. <laughs> I have to evenly space them throughout the podcast for you to find out. Okay, so there's only an hour hour's worth of secrets. <laughs> <laughs> and at this point, uh, I just wanted to give a timestamp. If you want to figure out what the next secret is, fast forward to minute 25 of the podcast. <laughs> oh, where Michael reveals. <laughs> you know what? I, I hope whatever we're talking about is basically right. It's probably just going to devolve to me to make like, hard sounds. And, uh, yeah. Just some dumb character that I've never thought of until that moment, and I'm like, oh, I don't like it. Uh, well, uh, so my, my other question that I was thinking about for you, like in the vein of creativity and in the vein of trying to figure out what you wanted, what your impact is on the community, mm. do you have like uh, a goal with your uh, not so much the creative aspects of your other life, but with your, with your creative works within the community, like, mm-hmm. or even branching outside of the improv shop mm-hmm. oh, yeah. nexus. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your, what's your ultimate goal? Like what's your, what's your comedy mission statement? <laughs> like what do you want to, oh, what yeah. do you want to achieve or, or do? Like, yeah. So I don't know. It's so hard. Um, yeah, I find that, I find that, um, the interesting thing about our space versus the other spaces in, the United States in terms of like improv communities. There's a lot, there's so much pressure to become successful, so much pressure to become famous or whatever to get land a gig. Um, and that's just kind of the function of entertainment mm. in, in a lot of ways in the way that Hollywood or whatever the entertainment industry functions. Um, I like, and part of me I would be crazy to say like, oh, I don't, I don't want to have my own TV show one day. Of course, I would love to do that. <laughs> I love doing this and performing and finding new ways to make people laugh and cry and, and yeah. connect and process stuff. So as to what my end goal would be, I have no clue. Mm-hmm. The nice thing that I do like about this space is there's no pressure to do or be anyone. There's no like template you have to really fill if you don't want to because you're not worried about some person being in the audience to like scoop you up so you can be on SNL. Yeah. Um, again, if you want to do that, that's great and cool and maybe I do want that one day. I have no clue, but right now I know that I just love creating mm-hmm. and there's a bunch of people who really love creating um, and they're all like super quick to be like, hey, I'm doing this. Do you do this? What do you, I'm trying to do this. Oh, this is how I do this. They're very, they're very quick to share whatever, you know, within reason. Cool. And the people that I talk to say, like, that's not how it is in other places. They're, mm. they're a little bit more reserved with their talent. So I just want to keep making with people. Um, and maybe St. Louis becomes a new, like, a beacon new for yeah. comedy and whatever to really be a genuine place for expression. Um, other than that, I've got tons of specific goals with, like, a lot of groups of people. So um, I feel currently very secure in the next period of time yeah. whatever that is oh absolutely I would, I would uh, agree with that yeah but I do want to branch out too sure yeah, yeah no I mean you don't know what's next and you would be mm-hmm. silly to limit yourself and mm-hmm. say oh I don't want to, I'm good with what I have now yeah. and because I think the fun that you've found is through just being open to those things and you are a very open person like you're willing to accept any a dumb project like for instance if some guy comes up to you and is like hey will you be on my podcast no that's not uh, dumb. you were like no I'm joking that's, that's never <laughs> dumb never <laughs> dumb but uh no but the uh when you talked about like just genuine expression mm-hmm. it kind of makes me think about how you are on stage mm-hmm. um and the piece uh of what makes you up that I really enjoy is how quick you can get to an emotional place <laughs> and in a genuine emotional place that's like 
it just feels like you didn't even know you were going to get there mm-hmm. and your you you had so many thoughts and ideas at that moment and they're all great and you've grabbed two three of them and you're running with those with just 100% energy like when i watch you perform that's what i think and i'm like and that might not be true mm-hmm. but when i'm watching you i'm like that's that's uh amazing to me <laughs> like it's such a cool place to be uh, like wow, thank you. where you're like okay wow i had 100 thoughts this one feels fucking right right now. I'm going to just charge forward. Like, uh, yeah. is that, can you mm. open up to maybe? <laughs> so mostly I feel like I'm this crazy, angry, manic person <laughs> running around. Um, <laughs> so that's from my perspective what's happening. No, I don't have a hundred ideas in my head. I don't. Um, I think really what I do, not all the time because I'm not there yet. I'm very much trying to be 100% there. Yeah. And that's it. Like, if it seems like it's a genuine reaction, it's not because I had a hundred ideas. It's because I had a reaction. Cool. And that was my reaction. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's the point of it, in my opinion. Yeah. That's the exact point. Like, improv can be all of these different things. But in terms of, like, long-form improv, it's two or more people having genuine reactions to one each other. Because they're both living in that space, in that character, in that point of view. And... If you're doing that, then you don't have to think of anything. And that's the point. Because the funny stuff comes from two people having real stuff happen. Yeah. So the more you are having genuine reactions, the more you're doing what I believe to be is long-form improv. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, gotcha, yeah. Um, that makes sense. So yeah, for I, 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 as to the emotions thing, I don't know why. I think you said I'm an, uh, an empathetic person. Um mm-hmm. And I'm a very emotional person. I'm a very happy, sad, afraid, angry person. And a lot of other emotions I have no words for. So um, the reason it might come across that way is because I feel that way. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I think it's really important when you do feel those things to really observe them. Yeah. Um, as in whatever way you can figure out how to do that. And um, that if I'm observing them, then I can access them. And if I can access them, I can portray them. Cool. Um, what other what other parts of your life get you to that place? Like you're at home, or uh, what other activities are you doing? In that like mindfulness space, yeah. is where, that what you, about? where you feel like you're having a genuine reaction to whatever you're doing, or you feel you're oh. feeling your feelings a hundred percent when you're listening to music, or oh, whenever yeah. you're writing, to music, your thoughts, music, down. video, yeah. like TV. I'm I'm a sucker for just letting a song make me cry. Yeah. Um, but I mean, the thing, it's not the song, right? It's not the song that's making me cry. It can elicit this feeling, but mm-hmm. I have a lot of experiences and memories that make me sad or happy <laughs> or whatever. And I think about them and I allow myself to feel those things. And sometimes I don't have anything specific, too. Um, sometimes I wonder if I just have like collective PTSD from like traumas <laughs> of the world and I'm just crying because of those things. Because I, I do cry for no reason. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, you know, seemingly no reason. Um, I think you let. Uh, if I make a <laughs> an assessment, you you seem like the type of person who would let uh, let things affect you yeah. in a real way. Yeah. So you're always going to have that. You yeah. Know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is a big thing that I think a lot about of how conditioned we are to not express ourselves in men, yeah. men specifically, uh, but also women in very weird specific ways too. Um, but um, as someone who's grown up as a man as someone decided you know (laughs) feeling your feelings and expressing feeling (laughs) like truly feeling those things and expressing all of them is not allowed 
Yeah. We are very quick to like herd around someone and be like, bro, no, <laughs> no, no, is that a tear? Oh, no, dude, you don't, don't hey. let her do it, don't let her get, no. It's like, I, it's and I know, shut and it down. I, I know you're referencing a conversation specifically that we had. And I'm sorry for that. I, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I came up to you. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I was just like, it's one tear, dude. It's just a single tear. Let me have my one tear. I just want to apologize for that. I really well, know no, now this has actually been an intervention. This whole podcast is oh, you cool. need to express yourself more, Cody. Can't do that. No. No. Let it out. Let it out. Go in the fetal position. Cody's in the fetal position right now on the ground. Um, Hell. <laughs> no, but uh, so the rest of the podcast actually, Cody will not be here. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm Michael. All right, Amani, uh, Amani, you're up. <laughs> Cody, you're so far away <laughs> in the fetal position. Over there. <laughs> He's rolled into the kitchen. Uh, weird. There's an Oreo under your couch. I'm gonna have it. Uh, <laughs> It's crazy. I don't. I wouldn't eat it. I don't know what it's from. I don't eat Oreos. I don't eat chocolate. Dang. Sorry. There's my treat bomb. There's my other. <laughs> number two. Yeah, if you had that's, to... that's number two. Right? Yeah, that's is. not the secret. It's uh, not the secret. Damn, it was almost a secret. Shit. Uh, <laughs> see, you can't plan stuff. You can't expect things to happen. But you don't. You don't like chocolate. I don't like chocolate. Don't like. That is a personal truth, really. Any kind. Why? Tastes bad. You, do you think it tastes bad? Yeah. It's like okay. an aversion, I guess. I don't know. It just tastes bad to me. Are you... Is, is it like a dog thing? Like, dogs, they enjoy eating chocolate, and then they throw up, and then they think they stop. No, it's just <laughs> it gets in my mouth, and then, like, um, this... It feels uncomfortable in my mouth. Not mm. the texture, just the taste feels uncomfortable, and I don't know how else to describe it. Well, I can't it. trust you anymore. That's fine. <laughs> Here's <laughs> the deal. Here's the deal. Here's what I mean. This is this... I, obviously, as someone who doesn't like chocolate, you know what this is like. It's a conversation every yeah. time. Yeah. And my the easiest way to shove the conversation down is, like, here's the deal. <laughs> what happens if you and I... I'm a non-chocolate person, and let's pretend you yeah. are a, cho- a chocolate-liking person, yeah. and, uh, and you're like, what? You don't want chocolate, bro? Get out of my face. And I'm like, well, here's free, the deal. It's free chocolate. And I'm like, here's the... Exactly. <laughs> I am a walking chocolate dispenser. You know how cool, you know how cool I was on Halloween? Yeah. Do you know how cool I was? I just I, transport chocolate. That's yeah. it. Three quarters of my of my pillow sack, of my, of my pillow case sack, it was filled with chocolate. And you know yeah. what? I was a king. Yeah, I had so much candy. So many bargaining. And chips. people were more willing to give me their non-chocolate items because mm-hmm. they, yeah, you know, were so laser focused on chocolate. I think people yeah. who like chocolate eliminate a lot of good stuff out yeah. of their life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, out of their life in general. I think that's a fair assessment. You know what? I that's, you I know what? I don't trust people. Wait, what's the like time <laughs> The time stamp is 26 minutes. <laughs> is that it? That was the secret. Is that the secret? Well, at some I point think... in there, we'll figure out yeah, exactly. We'll go <laughs> it's determine your own secret. The 25 minute mark. You pick your own secret. You pick your own secret. And, and since we've got to secret number two, now now's a point. Uh, turn to <laughs> minute thirty-eight if you want a dirty secret. I can go back to minute thirteen if you want a secret about life and holistic. I can experiences. keep the next twelve minutes dirty as fuck. <laughs> 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 I 
Uh, no, I won't do that. <laughs> when, when, when you were a kid, uh, was so you did find that to be like a commodity of sorts? Like, uh, uh, okay, I can trade all of my chocolate with my peers. I think it, uh, I, that's more a, a retroactive lens I've applied okay, to gotcha. it. Um, I, that is kind of how I operated, but it was no, it was not as intentional. It was just like, I don't want this chocolate. Can I have your Skittles <laughs> or your Starburst or it's one of the other four candies I could have had? Yeah. Um, I had a I had a candy corn phase, but I don't like it that much anymore. So it's hard to eat. Yeah. I did like candy corn too, but it's hard. I'm just not a. I don't like sweets that much, uh, like in just in general. I mm. think right. sour gummy worms all day. <laughs> it is. I I do like. I do actually enjoy like the fruitier candy more than chocolate. So I 100 percent get you there. But I just like literally anything that's bad for you. Oh, <laughs> I'll, I'll eat yeah, all of it. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm healthy with food. It's a problem. Do you like sour stuff, like in general? Um, I was I was a Warhead kid for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. I was part of the Warhead gang. <laughs> you want to talk about that at all? <laughs> Actually, legally not allowed to. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say because as a fellow member of the Warhead gang, I was kind of sad. <laughs> I was kind of. <laughs> Trying to see if you're a real member or not. So. Well, yeah, yeah. I could. I see the the crazed look in your eye of, <laughs> of a warhead gang kid. <laughs> you didn't? Did you notice all the warheads that spilled out of my mouth whenever you mentioned that? Like, roll came rolling. I didn't yeah. affect the recording at all, but yeah, I, I'm mouthful oh. of warheads. <laughs> I went over that now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, well, cool, Amani. Do you have any questions? Those were all my uh, my deep. Those are deep. Oh, I can, we can keep going deeper if you yeah. want. Um, I, I have a question. Um, if if you had, I'm trying to figure out how to phrase it. Mm-hmm. But if there was like a a school a school for people who were like Michael. (laughs) 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 What would be the general like? Just give me like a general structure of like what kind of what kind of things would be in the school and how to operate. What kind of things would be in the school? You can go in in as deep or as not deep as you want. There would be therapists in every room. (laughs) In every room. room. (laughs) For each. For each. Except which. Hold on. Except. I was gonna say, except the bathrooms. Let's be real. Let's be real. That's where most. Of it. Just, That's where a lot of processing all, happens. We just all just stand outside the bathroom, like Michael. Come on. Um, That's where people go to cry, right? So <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. My first thought was he said the bathroom for privacy, but that's kind of where you get the most vulnerable. Um, but maybe it wouldn't. Maybe in this new future, you wouldn't be vulnerable in the bathroom because you'd be. There'd be therapists everywhere. Yeah. You can be vulnerable in the hallway. Yeah. You can be vulnerable yeah. in the football field. Sure. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, we talked about the NFL. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. You can be vulnerable anywhere and everywhere you're protected by it. Yeah. So, uh, man, this is a fun exercise of mine. Very cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there, that's not a bit. There would be there would be at least a, 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 an appropriate number of therapists to students, <laughs> to students. like yeah. whatever a good caseload is. Okay. I'm not. I'll, I'll let. Yeah, you put a the mental re- health you do the research yeah. and like find. Yeah, okay. Yeah, cool. I will hire people who know exactly what they're talking about to put all these things into place. Yeah. Okay. Um, there would be. Let's see. Um, there would be all sorts of. There would be creative spaces all over for mm-hmm. whatever that means. You mm-hmm. know, uh, if it was for just me. 
Um, right now, it would just be a film production stuff, audio recording stuff, music recording stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, a, there would be a theater. Um, and I, I like, I'd like to plant the seeds for some future Michaels to be good at like mm-hmm. crafts. Yeah. Because yeah. current Michaels not very good at crafts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like I really want to plant the seeds for future generation Michaels to be able to be handy. Yeah. Not in like a traditional sense, but to just be able to take their thoughts and to uh, cre- create something physical with them, whether that is fixing or making or creating. Yeah. I would like to be more of that. So I'm going to have a great shop teacher <laughs> yes. who's like really Who cares sweet. about his job. She's really sweet. Or she. Yeah. 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 Whoever it is, they are super sweet. Um, and they're the type of person who like over the course of 10 years, you realize how brilliant they've been this whole time. Yeah. And you're like, um, I should have just been hanging around that shop teacher. Anyway, <laughs> that's just one other component. <laughs> um, Let's see. Um, what, uh, can you describe the like uh, the administration? Like, oh my gosh, how does that work? Um, Do the students just? It would be very, very much an anachronistic. Like, <laughs> um, there'd be there'd be uh, some no. sort of. Ma- I don't know. I I've done like free democracy, but anarchy. Like, well, it like would be it, yeah. But I also you know <laughs> when we're really get into it. Is there anything else? Um, <laughs> uh, Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> I, I don't know what it looks like. I, I have a, I have, I have more than the average bear's uh, worth of experience in uh, some politics. Not necessarily government, but um, I know a little bit about it, and I think about that a lot. And that question is borderline would send me down a rabbit hole of existential. Something I don't know because I don't know what that looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But to me, it is very much a uh, collaborative. Uh, everyone just being on the same page, kind yeah. of very intentional mm-hmm. community mm-hmm. with all sorts of release valves. Yeah. But like the idea would be, it would be a very vulnerable open mm-hmm. space where mm-hmm. the stuff that normally happens in places where those things are cut off from a decision making. Like, I've been in so many decision making process rooms. I've been uh, on boards. Yeah. I've been on in some, somewhat executive level positions of companies. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're so weird, full with all of this pomp and circumstance and formality. And, yeah. and um, it's, some of it's very useful, and I don't know how else to do it in a lot of ways, but like the bureaucracy of a lot of procedures is how my brain operates, but I really try to reject it because it mm. needs to be way more collaborative, vulnerable, open. Mm. Um, we have so many things set on metrics in the society that yeah. just drives me wild, um, which is a very Anglo thing of signing like a number of values to things that people obsess over. So that there would be no grading system as far as we, yeah. that, you know, at that part would not function like we see it now in most schools. Um, so I yeah, don't know. I, I'm a, I don't know. I'm a similar person when yeah. it comes to like, you, you mentioned like work, like environments, but where you're trying to make a decision and uh, you're, but you're a free thinker and you just want to express ideas mm-hmm. and to help the process along. Mm-hmm. I've noticed that uh, being that type of person, I have to preface every statement with, by the way, I've got your best interests in mind. <laughs> I'm trying to help the whole thing. And then here's my critical thinking, like, exercise. It becomes, like, yeah, it's well, so it's, it becomes very, everyone gets very defensive, guarded, yeah. and then it becomes competitive, yeah. too, because the whole nature of the thing is, like, you do this until you become this. And if you're not busy trying to become that, you know, step on everyone in the process. <laughs> you know, and anyone who's challenging me is a direct threat to my, like, value mm-hmm. in those spaces, it seems like. And it's just so, it's so dumb. It's just such a, 
a chi- it's a child's game at the highest level. Yeah. Of like ego and yeah, and that's it's it. Pure ego. Do you, do you find yourself to be a competitive person in oh, yeah. any way? True. Yeah. Oh gosh. It, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're very competitive. Yeah. Uh, like what? What brings competition out of you? Like what? Is it just a primal? Um, you can't help it. Oh yeah, I you mean, there's it. a primal. There's. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I. I have very. I'm not sure if it, how primal it is and how conditioned it is. I'm sure a lot of it is very primal, but all sorts of things do. I mean, even inside of improv, I get competitive, mm-hmm. which is like something I very much would like to strip away yeah. from any part of my body. That's the goal in a lot of this too, is to strip all of that competitive nature out because it's collaborative. Life is collaborative. Mm-hmm. And we've all tricked ourselves into thinking it is this game that some people win and some people lose because that is how it functions now. Mm-hmm. So, um, no, I, it's just like... I'm trying so to. So you're not fighting do that. against it. Yeah, and I know there's spaces where it can be useful too, right? Like where if I allow it to, and it's fine, and I'm in, aware of how it's impacting my um, my actions, yep. then it's really powerful. It can be really inspirational. Um, but things that I mean make me competitive. I mean, the, even the, the most core basic one that I can think of is like in relationships. You know, where like if the uh, yeah. jealousy, you know, and we're like, or this like I. I want to be better than that person so this person likes me, you know? <laughs> like, that, that type of, like, like social competition, mm-hmm. um, which is garbage. Which makes no sense. It makes no sense. sense. Like, it's, when you can take a... It's not how people in the are. Moment, in the moment, you're yeah. absolutely that way, but, like, then you take a step back and you're like, oh, that made no sense, the way I was behaving, like, ten minutes ago. No. And, and, it's, a, and, it's, and it's an exercise of futility because there's no mm-hmm. such thing. There's no, you can't be the best person of a... Of, <laughs> yeah. You can be... That's not just... You can just be the best version of yourself. Just, like, be, just be whatever version of yourself, <laughs> yeah. right? And whatever that ends up looking like. Just, yeah, be, just try really hard to be that yeah. and, and learn and grow. And to me, um, I don't know what number or what minute we're at, but I hope that this is 30, whatever it's not. But like the other thing is, uh, let's give it it's pretty much. It's I don't sense. know any. Let's talk about right? competition in the bedroom. I've been there of like, who could be like, uh, stronger. <laughs> That's always a fun competition. Yeah. My foreplay, like arm wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but, uh, I'm always the one to bring it up, though. So I guess huh. the competition. Yeah, the, the arm wrestling oh. <laughs> right before we make love. Yeah. So it's it's very much a you thing. And oh, is just, that what? Oh, I was trying to find people. That, that, yeah. Well, well, when you brought it up with me, I was like, listen. I'm, I'm, I'm here for you. I want to... It's not always foreplay. <laughs> okay? Yeah, okay. Or it's not always just because I want to arm wrestle. Doesn't well, let's mean, hash, hash this... Sex with you, let's hash it out. <laughs> 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 this wasn't a glass table. <laughs> Cody won. I lost. <laughs> oh, wait. Dang. So, nobody won. Nobody won. And that's nobody how nobody competitive won. sex we co- works. We, colla- <laughs> we collaborate. Yeah, no <laughs> one wins. That was comp- that's yeah. the secret. That was no competitive sex. Uh, no one wins. That was a weird bit. What was the question? Competition, yeah. So like I said, like I relate most things uh, to relationships. So that's kind of where my head goes when I answer a lot of questions like that. But competition is... Like even in uh, video games is probably the most specific oh space gosh. where I don't mind how competitive I get yeah. inside of them because that's 
it's an arena to do that. Yeah, um, everyone's right. there for that, and it's um, it's healthy. Yeah, so in a way, it yeah. can it can be. It can be. So like, like I want to go back and say like I'm not I'm not. <laughs> yeah, it can be. I, I, I can talk about how it, it should be, be unhealthy. It should be. The ways it can be unhealthy are so dramatic. And, and actually, now that I think about it, they're so much more common than <laughs> than the healthy. Because you're but, talking to someone who's in high core, school. I skipped uh, high school. Cla- like days to play World of Warcraft. I'm not kidding. Like I'm talking. I almost didn't graduate because I had so many missed days. I hear about those types of stories all the time, and I, I uh, I've never been that type of person. But oh. like, uh, because there was always a sense of duty, like in my core, where I'm like, well, I definitely don't want to go to school, but I know I have to. Yeah. And that saved me from that because I'm also like so 100 willing to just. Abandoned. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? That's, you know what? You should be allowed to. Yeah. You should be allowed to as, there's not, as long as it's not someone who's like life's depending on it. Like yes. in your instance, you have a baby. Okay. Uh, like, Put me on blast. Yeah. You have. You, what are you doing recording a podcast right now? You have a baby. Um, but I mean, like, uh, do whatever. Like I mean that. Like, and <laughs> this is a, a, a side note in terms of um, I think my. Uh, deep core desire to not be at class and not be at school so I can play World of Warcraft. It's, there's way more factors into it than nah, that, but it sure. made me such a great actor. Yeah. I pretend... Uh, the reason yeah. I was able to mm-hmm. skip is because I would <laughs> trick yeah, my mom into thinking mm-hmm. I was miserably ill. Yeah. I, would, I had it down where I could trick the nurse. I knew to go, when I ate the crackers, to go throw it up in the toilet. I knew yeah. how to do all the stuff to be yeah, You need to leave some residual cracker mm-hmm. in there. So and I, there was evidence. And uh, I have a pretty good <laughs> fake puke. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to do it for the microphone. <laughs> I only do it on stage. <laughs> <laughs> the stage of life. Uh, you can see Michael Dorwood. <laughs> in your local restroom if you're allowed in there. Even the therapist aren't allowed in the restroom. Starring in his one-man show, Up Chuck. <laughs> Join us for the matinee. <laughs> Chuck is spelled with a Q. <laughs> Chuck. I will definitely. I wasn't sure if I would have saw it, but I will definitely see it if it's Chuck with a Q. <laughs> Guaranteed. Thanks. Every time. I'm intrigued. You're my. You're producing the show, buddy. Oh <laughs> shit! I will if it has a Q in it. Cool. cool. <laughs> He's like, cool. That's your decision. Yeah. Uh, thinking about like. What was the question? Uh, childhood uh, related. We we went off on a tangent. There's no question. Oh yeah, I was gonna use this yeah. opportunity. To uh, ask Michael if Michael had any questions. Yeah, for sure. Or anything you Um. What else do you want to know about me? Just good. <laughs> um, Great. What, what What would you say is your the thing you're working on? You're really, really trying to work on for yourself right now. Like, what's your thing that you're focused on, or if, or you're doing a terrible job with, or you're thinking about thinking about working on? Uh, mm. I'll take this one because it's big. It's a big deal. So a lot of people ask me um, lately, like, "How's your baby? Yeah. How's all these? I, uh, how's your? I started a new it's job. This is all yeah. humble brag. It is yeah. because." My go-to natural, uh, what is it, Uh, subconscious place to be is uh, shit's going bad for me right now, Mm -hmm. and I'm working through that. That's where I'm always at. Mm -hmm. And yet, if you look, if if I take a step back and look at my life, it's everything that I want Mm -hmm. in my life to be 
the case, and mm-hmm. and I have literally nothing to complain about for myself. It's it's everything that I'm like, oh yeah, I wanted to be married. I wanted to have a kid. I want to have maybe even more kids. Mm-hmm. I I wanted this for my career. I wanted this for my creative mm-hmm. life. I wanted this for my social life. I can't complain about any of it. But when people ask me, I'm like. Oh, well, <laughs> shit's not great. Uh, yeah. Well, actually, it is good. Yeah. So I'm trying yeah. to find a way to convince myself to be like happy about the things that I've been working so hard for. <laughs> and and uh, it would just be be content with them. Uh, mm-hmm. Sarah makes fun of me because, <laughs> in a loving way, yeah. she's my wife. Uh, she, <laughs> she, she makes fun of me because she, uh, well, she points out that I'm never content, like always. Always on to the next thing. Yeah. Uh, always uh, worried about mm. the next milestone. That's what we were talking it's about terrible. beginning the show, isn't it, though, huh? Uh, yeah. It's just like this idea, and you're like, I'm going to go achieve that idea, and then you do it. You spend all your time driving to this idea, and meanwhile, you're like, oh, right here I am. There's that idea. Yeah. And that, for me, is what I'm trying. I'm trying very hard, as best I can, to eliminate that for me because Mm -hmm. that's part of my um, I lack contentment all of the time I'm a very happy-go-lucky person but I'm a very sad in my head anxious person pretty much anytime you're looking at me um, <laughs> it's just caked in this layer of, you know, uh, but it's, it's not the only thing. Like in those moments where I'm happy, I'm genuinely happy. Yeah. Um, but, and in, in the backdrop, that is how I am too. And it's a lot of, because I've thought that certain things would make me happy and they do and did, but that's not what makes me happy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a, that's a thing that will, I'll walk towards and then it'll be behind me one day. Yeah. And if I'm forever spending my life walking up to things and letting them go behind me, then I'm just going to be walking in a straight line or a zigzag pattern of stuff as opposed to potentially this like amorphous directionless like exploration of what life is and can be Mm -hmm. as opposed to like, I'm going to be a businessman and have a (laughs) business job and make a hundred thousand dollars. I can do that. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty confident I can do yeah. that. And I'm pretty sure that that will make me feel good for a minute, but I'm 100% certain it will not fulfill me. Mm-hmm. And I'm 100% certain that is a trick of the mind for me to think that that will take me somewhere else. Because it won't. It'll take me to the next place that's just like that, but further away from another place. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's a series of one-upmanship, right? And I think of people like Alan Watts who talks about this stuff. Um, a late modern philosopher, late meaning dead, not the time period late modern, because I don't think that exists. <laughs> Maybe it does. <laughs> or, anyway, <laughs> postmodernism. Um, he talks about this <laughs> idea of like progress and how it's um, um, self improvement, he talks about, uh, and a lot of people do. It's a fallacy. It's this trick of the mind to think that, um, oh, I will, be in, I will be better, I will be healthier, I will do this. But it's once you get there, what happens? You're not satisfied with it. Mm-hmm. You're like, well, what's the next thing? Maybe I'll become a musician. Maybe I'll yeah. become this. I'm a businessman. Maybe I'll get married. And you find, wait, businessman doesn't make me happy. You know, the, you know, uh, yeah. this new level doesn't make me happy. It just raised the stakes. It's infinite. Mm-hmm. Which you're, if you're okay with that, that's fine. But I feel like what you're feeling is this like, Potentially, this is how I feel about yeah, it, and this no, is right. how I've, I feel like you do all the time. I think mm-hmm. um, for me, it's like let go of all of that, 
I don't have to become anything. I don't have to have anything in my life because that's all stuff that uh, are mostly made up. Yeah. It's all made up, in my opinion, right? The concept of this is like very heady and I'm probably going to lose half of the audience here. No, this is what we want. So, so like, to me, it's all, they're all forms and templates. Marriage, job, degree, musician, astronaut, whatever. There's these profiles that you can become if you want, right? And so many people get so caught up in looking at these profiles of what a person looks and acts like and how their life should be shaped and what their family should look like. How yeah. It should be a nuclear family and I should be able to do this and this per- person does this role in the family, all of that stuff. It's all made up. And I'm not saying, I'm, that's not with a judgment. That is like, fight me on it. Tell yeah, me that's yeah. not made up. Yeah. Because those things didn't used to exist. Yeah. So of course they're made up. Yeah, you, <laughs> had, to, you so, had to seek that out in a very active mm-hmm. way what, like, well, to make that exist for yourself and before. Yeah, exactly. Before that was the yeah, template. It, yeah. Exactly. You know, like marriage didn't used to exist. Mm-hmm. Nuclear family didn't used to exist. Um, um, relationships, as we know, didn't used to exist. So that's not to say that because they didn't exist... We a lot of people argue like, well, that was the past, now it's now, and I'm like, okay, uh, I don't think you get how long time is. <laughs> I don't think you get how much more time will happen. <laughs> You're dead in this very teeny little moment in time where you'll have no significant impact, and um, which is to me like, again, fine, cool, yeah, you can be whatever you want now. Um, but to, to me, like, it's all made up. People idolize things and they get they think that they will be happy if they put on this template or they do all the things but it's not how it works that is like a series of again carrot on a stick level of dragging yourself through life never being satisfied with where you're at because you're never focusing on where you're at Mm -hmm. um and just and what you're trying to do sounds like a little bit like that too potentially like i'm here I don't need to go anywhere else exactly. because yeah. as you've as you, as you yeah, you've felt this it hasn't been working the <laughs> yeah. thing you've been doing right which is chase 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 yep. next better more mm-hmm. better dun, 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 <laughs> superman yeah superman's a sad fucker i don't know if you know <laughs> that, but uh, he's sick of it yeah. he's sick of flying around. um no so i anyway, yeah. and that's like i i don't know how to articulate all these thoughts too because it's like I think you did really well because <laughs> um, i could i could dive into that subject for a yeah, very, very. There's long definitely time. an infinite amount to mine there, mm-hmm. and like just yeah. more to dig into there. And uh, but I think you're right, and that there's there's a tinge of that. There's also an awareness of it at mm-hmm. a certain point, and you awareness go, is key. <laughs> it, it, like, and that that was more of a recent thing for me. And it's like, well, what what about this? Because it's like you wake up one day and you're like, fuck. Uh, now that I'm not spending every ounce of my energy just existing and trying to exist because uh, I had a very like busy job mm-hmm. now that I'm not spending all that energy trying to exist mm-hmm. I can now think about what my existence is mm-hmm. and it's like this feels wrong yeah. <laughs> but now I'm already past the hurdle of that yep so where am I yeah, now that I'm in yeah, this? <laughs> this fringe space yeah um, and this sounds this is gonna sound so I don't know how to talk about this without sounding like an arrogant Prick. You're, you're not um, you're not that person, so it's okay then. Are we at thirty <laughs> eight? I lost the, the thought. Um, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I lost it. It's okay. 
So like I'm in this fringe space. Oh yeah, the fringe yeah. space. Um, I think about that a lot because I try very hard to step back and observe myself, other people, what's going on. Because for whatever reason, I found myself in a space, and this is probably really caked in privilege, where I have a pretty decent job that allows me to live in a means where I live by myself and I don't have, um, I have relation, I have romantic relationships with people, um, and I have friends and all of that, but I don't really have to directly report anything to anyone. I'm very much right. on my own, right. and my finances, <laughs> albeit not stellar, um, they're fine, and I'm okay, and I have enough free time in my life to not to, to I have more free time to do exactly what you're talking about which is be like sit down and go wait a second what have I just been doing for 25 years <laughs> what have I been just doing for the past year because I don't know if you talk to a lot of people about this stuff but they'll be like yeah it's, they say what you say essentially which is like I just and it's like David Byrne says it too like how did I get here yeah. like, what is that <laughs> it's because we live in a society and culture that is so fast and so hell-bent on, like, milestones and getting to the next level and, like, getting it in order. But it's so hard, the game is so stacked against you that you're just perpetually kept in this state of um, right where is right where you're on the edge, mm-hmm. right? I don't know, that's where a lot of people are kept, like, right along the edge of being fine or really bad um, financially or yeah. from a job standpoint or whatever. So most people do not have the space that I do to sit back and look and, and watch stuff and to try to be truly present in myself and observe what other people are going through because the average person doesn't have probably the means, the resources, or even the emotional capacity, and maybe I'm giving too many excuses for people, I don't know, to <laughs> truly look at what's going on at large and like what everyone's doing in this like rat race I guess I yeah. don't know or they maybe can't even pinpoint they, what they the can't pinpoint is. what the issue is because they're they, just unhappy or that, and I'm not unhappy no by any I means, know but you're not but like that, you're not those, that person I, you see yeah. that person who walks around and is like hey everybody yeah. how's your day what's yeah. happening and I'm like I don't I don't think of myself as that person at all mm-hmm. like I see people who are genuinely like up there and I'm like whoa yeah whoa, what and I don't know if it's genuine or not or real. I have no clue. Um, but either way, I feel I feel really good about the way I've been approaching life, and it's um, I I feel way more content today than I have in my entire life. Um, there's a lot of reasons for that. That uh, makes me feel good to hear that. Like, yeah, and, and I'm 31, and, so like I I didn't really start figuring a lot of the stuff that is important to me now out until I later in life. So you sat and thought about it. So mm-hmm. you had the time to sit and think about it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. makes sense. Um, Amani, what was the what was the original? <laughs> yeah. what, what's the one thing that you're trying to? Is oh, that yeah. yeah, something yeah. that you're trying to work on in yourself. Um, yeah, no, 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 no. I, I think for me, like similarly, yeah. I am. We're on um, similar wavelengths in in a few areas in that regard. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I'm trying to. I feel like I, I'm really lucky in, in that regard, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and just the whole regard of that whole conversation. And I was really uh, thinking while you were talking um, just about how how I've grown up um, and just, my, I guess, my unique perspective. Yeah. Um, I really feel like I can see, like, what's going wrong. <laughs> like I can, I feel like I can really pinpoint, like, hey, if we change some things here, here, and here, like, these things would really work, you know. 
Um, and I've always felt like I've been in a place, and I've really been thinking about it a long time, you know, and I've been trained Same. to think yeah. about it yeah. um, since I was four years old. I oh, can okay. confirm, like, I've been actively thinking about the state of the world and how to fix things <laughs> and how to help people and, like, what, you know, I want yeah. um, since that age. Um, because I grew up really Christian and like, it was really important to me, um, and that's just how I was as a kid, I guess. And, the you know, not bragging or trying to be arrogant but I, I really lucked out in being that type of child mm-hmm. um, and taking the world from that perspective so early um, but in that regard I feel like I've always been very limited by my situations um, you didn't have the time and space I have not had the time and space yeah. um, to uh, really and you can see it in a lot of my work and my music or my comedy um, or things that I put on YouTube or even just my social media presence in general, uh, just like I fade in and out because um, I just can't put the effort um, or the time into the things that I love uh, that I want because I'm spending so much time surviving mm-hmm. um, or barely surviving, mm-hmm. you know. And I feel like right now uh, I'm I just got to a point where my situation is okay yeah. and I can breathe. And I can, you know, I can go to work and I know I'll get some money mm-hmm. and I know I have a place to live and cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can eat and shit, mm-hmm. like whatever. Yeah. Um, and I, I was really, I've really been shaken, I think, in the last couple of weeks with uh, trying to figure out what my purpose, um, <laughs> like to just like re reassemble after everything that I've gone through recently. Mm. Just like, do I still want all of those things that mm-hmm. I wanted um, before this chunk of time that or happened? Did you really? ever want them? Um, those, <laughs> yeah, those things too. Yeah, no, I can. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. I, I'm pretty sure. You, I you, them. you yeah. do. You're pretty mm-hmm. good. You, like you said that, but mm-hmm. that's cool. See, I'm very. Bad. It was that's very, my big struggle. It was very laid into me by my parents to yeah. be very certain of how I feel. Um, and That's what so I cool. Want. You, yeah. Um, I mean, it, it is cool, but sometimes it's annoying. Yeah. Uh, I, I told my dad that I just tar- started uh, talking to someone, mm. um, and he said, "How old is she?" Uh, and I was like, "She's twenty-eight. <laughs> and he was like, mm, "In eighteen months, she's gonna she's gonna be wondering what she's doing with her life, and where are you, where are you gonna you know what are you gonna do? What's your plan? Do you have a plan for your life?" And so I had to actively recite, <laughs> like, "Well, here's what I'm thinking for my house and my job, and like my the next five, ten, twenty years of my life." And I've just always had to have that in my pocket because who knows when my dad's gonna who knows when my dad's gonna ask? <laughs> he might just call me up, like, "What's up, Monty? Like, you got a plan for your life? Because if not, you're a chump." Is that what like? Is that what keeps like a fire burning in your ass a little bit? Yeah, that conversation. Mm-hmm. That's um, well, I mean, I don't yes, know. but not in a negative way. No, yeah, 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 I don't mean that in a negative um, way. Yeah. I, I talked about a little bit. I think with Larry, just like how quietly I walk and kind of being an effect of how my parents treated me, um, or how I reacted to them. Rather, mm. um, I felt like I really loved my parents, and I, I just really love people deeply. Yeah. I mean, obviously, if I've been thinking about people so deeply since age four, I really care about them. Yeah, and so I've been over kind of compensating and like reacting very heavily um, to people because I feel like everyone has the same extent of emotion towards me that I do towards them. Um, so when my dad asks me those questions, I feel like if I can't answer them with an answer that's worthy of him, and he's a man of many accomplishments. I mean, like, he played saxophone for MC Hammer. Yeah. He has the keys in the city of St. Louis. Like, uh, to name a couple of things just offhand. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
you know so like I feel like if I don't have something that's worthy of him then I can't show him how much I truly love him you know what I mean yeah um, so it's <laughs> you feel in your mind it's contingent mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm so I've been really working on like breaking those kind of uh, yeah habits on myself so you and, just find that stuff inside yourself type mm-hmm, of thing. just really going back through my childhood yeah. and uh, just um, trying to clear myself of anything that's that's really been limiting me and, and yeah. you know that like yeah. know that I'm going to be okay and as long as um, mm-hmm. um, it was just put to me kind of uh, really well for me uh, yesterday uh, um, a friend of mine Katie said uh, I, well I've been looking for like purpose you know and really mm-hmm. focusing on my purpose and my situation has been changing and she just happens to have been kind of like really in a, in a similar situation and kind of been taught like, well, as long as your situation's the, the same, your purpose yeah. can change. And I've just never, I've never thought. Say that again? As long as your situation's the same, then you, your purpose can change. And I've just never thought of it from that way, you know. And, and really, really what I should be protecting right now is the situation that I have stability for the first time. Cool. Because it will allow me to cool, achieve yeah, yeah. whatever whatever mm-hmm. I want. Yeah. And she kind of really just answered that question. There. Yeah. yeah. Stabilities. Yeah. I'm, I've heard Katie Nunn talk about this a lot, but <clears throat> in terms of uh, she, one of the things that makes someone a good improviser, creates a space for someone to be a, a good improviser, is someone who's really actively trying to take care of everything else in their life. Because you can't just like go and do comedy and improv, and from her perspective, and I share this. Well, this is my perspective. Uh, it's like you can't if there's if it's chaos out there, yeah. you're gonna bring chaos into yeah. here mm-hmm. um, and everywhere you go, really. Mm-hmm. And that's because that's not. I'm not saying like oh yeah, just go do that. <laughs> I'm saying, <laughs> but don't. Dis- it's really easy to distract yourself by things like improv or anything your job really distract yourself from doing that self-reflection that I know you do um, and I try really hard and sometimes I do great and sometimes I do bad sounds like you're doing that mm-hmm. um, but yeah so yeah it's t- it, to me the, like yeah that, that time I think uh, to sit and analyze is so critical um, so yeah hold on to it find yeah. a way I, mean, I, I, can more, I have more time than ever now for the yeah. first time. So it'll be Good for you. Really cool. You deserve time. You deserve so much time. Both of you. Like that's the thing. People are they're, they undervalue their time so much, yes. and they assign <laughs> it. They're like, and you hear about people. I've not missed a day of work in two years. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that, that, I'm it, like, there was a point when I found that to be like really admirable. And yeah, I know. I find it, most I, people do because they're, that's what they're taught. Yeah. Um, and my favorite, there's a CEO of some company, and he was like. If you are the CEO of a company and you're priding yourself on not ever even taking two weeks off, you're terrible at your job because that means you're so bad at your job, you couldn't take two weeks off from it without the whole company falling apart mm-hmm. is what that means. So if, that's just one. That's just a hot take I that I really like. So but I think there's a yeah. moral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a moral underpinning of how... I mean, we should have a we should have at least a, a mandatory thirty day PTO. <laughs> you guys laugh. That is the no, standard yeah. in Europe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that is the no. st- yeah right. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like you have to. And it's, How am I going to get the reports out? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> cool. And that's the yeah. I mean, but paid maternity leaves a, a joke in this country from a mandatory like from yeah. a federally mandated level. Uh, you probably when when I I like if I could put. Uh, 
I won't use any of the company's names, but whenever I tried to take my paternity leave, (laughs) which I was entitled to by law and by policy, they, uh, and I told them, well, I kind of want to take it. And then, um, I've got another thing that I'm pursuing. So after I'm done with it, I'm going to, I'm going to quit. And, but I want to tell you now, and this was two weeks before the, like, well before the paternity leave happened, and the, the people were like, uh, oh, we can't do that for you. We have to now take it away from you. And I'm like, the idea that it was something that you were, like, willing to give me when you knew that I would continue to produce value for you. Well. And now it's something that I have no longer earned in your mind yeah, because I'm going to leave. Yeah, it's like, because but I earned it. Yeah, that, that's because companies... <laughs> When companies implement policies like that, it's not because they care about you. Mm-hmm. It's so that there's a there's a financial reason behind most of those things, and that's to retain you. Yeah, and so uh, which I get, but then it's even after the fact that I've already done the obligation to deserve the thing that in their mind, no, <laughs> and yet no, now no. now it's like, well, we have the potential to take it away from you, so we will. Yeah, uh, I, I, I will say in, in that re- in that regard, I do think it'll be really. Uh, I think there's a, a focus on building community in, in the workplace and, like, focusing on others and, like, not, like, imp- when Michael said saying implementing that policy, they don't care about you, they're just trying to keep you around. Mm-hmm. But, like, implementing policies that are, like, we want people to enjoy this place and just... Uh, yeah, I'd rather yeah. have them yeah. than mm-hmm. not, for sure. I'm glad no, that no, there's, no, 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 there's yeah, definitely yeah. an energy behind that yeah. right now, and I think. That's oh yeah, there is a yeah. yeah. I think there's going to be a, there's a big social awareness that is very present of like guys, work's not everything. <laughs> yeah, I think people are going to push for like understanding <laughs> yeah, community. Exactly. And, it's mm-hmm. kind of nothing. <laughs> kind of sucks. Guess what? Jobs are made up too, everybody. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, and just pushing that idea of just like, well, if it's that same improv idea, if, if your life is chaotic. You know, yeah. outside of your job, it's going to be chaotic. Yeah, yeah. Job, so, mm-hmm. and you don't you don't want someone's job to job chaos to cause. Whoa! My cat just attacked. Me. <laughs> Good but, job. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we needed a segue. So <laughs> yeah. he said that he's good. He, your cat's she's great at podcasts. Yeah, she is great. Michael, do you have any final mm-hmm. final bits, final questions? Where, final, what, what's the timestamp? One. Uh, yeah, we need to get to 60s. the third secret. We're at wow. sixty minutes, sixty-four minutes. 64 Man, minutes. excellent. Um, we talked. Yeah, we talked. What are we talking about? Uh, I don't know. Um, Bunch of bullshit. No, I don't know. This is, yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is fun. I, lo- I love this. I wish we had three hours to do stuff like this. Yeah. This stuff to me is like the whole point of like just talking and getting to know people and getting their deep truths and learning how they operate is uh, so fun for me. Yeah. Um, so thanks for doing a podcast like that. Oh, absolutely. Uh, do you do you have me. any uh, like final bits that you want to do? Or? I don't know. Would you, we want uh, not really. <laughs> I mean, we can do. We can all pick we a character. And we can all. Let's. Do, oh, you know what? I want to do this thing. Anna Smith and I did it one time, and I've been okay. trying to get people to do it, but it's so self masturbatory. Potentially, that's what? fine though. Uh, as long as we don't have to arm wrestle again, I'm. Oh, <laughs> uh, I need I, I need a little foreplay. Uh, so there's this thing where um, I like I really like doing impressions and I really like doing voices and characters, but it's just it's not really improv's really not the space for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's just not. not. It's not as much. Um, now you're trying to do like what um, what I really want to do. I mean, there's obviously t- tons of spaces within the community to do stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, but. 
um, I'm always looking for, for more because it's so fun for me. So I did this thing with Anna, and I don't know if I'm being able to articulate this well enough to see what happened, but um, I had her like throw out... I just did a voice or whatever, and she kind of pretended to modulate me. And whether, like in terms of try to sound like this or that, whether that's like... I'm not saying you can like turn up my pitch or my tone like a singer, but like uh-huh. modulate it towards a voice. Um does that make sense? Uh-huh. Like if you're like, ooh, try it like this or try to sound like this person or do that. I have no clue if this is going to work. I have no clue what this will sound like. Um, but like as long as you're like aware of where I'm at and my voice in that moment and you can see a path towards like something similar, do it like that. Uh, as opposed okay. to being like, be Snoopy, then be Snoop Dogg, then be Shaggy. Um, but you can, if it happens, we'll try that. But I really just want to, I've never, I've never done this on like a super concerted effort before. Okay. So I want to see if this bit trains. I'm like, willing to give it a shot. I wish I had a song. Ooh, that's what I would do. Anyway, cool. So, um, just throw out something, I guess. Something easy like a, a dialect, like a... Okay. A, uh... Let's see. Uh, <laughs> a let's do something uh, like uh, New York. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey oh, this uh, this is like my very this is like my cartoon New Yorker guy. He's over in the corner of the bar. He's yeah. like, hey you. Over there, <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> you, uh, you, you want for I should marry you? Which is an actual line. Yo, Adrian, you want for I should marry you? Can you do that in your head voice? In, say that in your head voice, like higher pitch, like just like when you're doing it, you're feeling your like in your chest. Oh, like, oh, 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 oh. Oh, what? Oh, no. Why oh, you coming in the mic? Hey, yo, Adrian. Yo, Adrian, you coming over to my house tonight? Oh, we're going to arm wrestle, baby. Great. Yeah, perfect. Uh, now it's... Uh, uh, we can reset if you want to. Yeah, let's reset. <laughs> Super fun. Okay. Uh, um, Wisconsin guy. Uh, Oh, hi there. Yeah, I'm from uh, up north. I was actually born in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Um, They say Jimmy's instead of sprinkles up there. Um, uh, So, yeah, we just love, really love the the cold breeze running through our skivvies. Uh, Try not to let out any air in between your words. Like, all the air is coming out only when you're speaking. Oh. (laughs) Sorry. <laughs> Whoa! I don't know how to do this. Hold on. You can do it. Uh, let me just try doing that by talking. Hello. Oh yeah, that's pretty normal and easy to do. Yeah. Um, oh fuck. All right. So, but in that voice, <laughs> I'm thinking about it so hard yeah, now. This really is crippling. Play. All right. So, <laughs> I'm from up north, right? Seoul, where I come from. <laughs> we love a, a good. This is so funny. <laughs> we love a good Danish, you know. You're, so, a, you're a cooking show uh, host. Oh, <laughs> uh, hi there. Welcome to my program. My name is Mary Sue Weatherman, and I'm going to be baking you just the nicest pies you've ever seen. We're going to remind you of your grandma. <laughs> kind of turned into like some Nick Kroll character. <laughs> <laughs> I love Nick Kroll. Yeah. I, he is a, for, like, from a voice actor standpoint. He squaggles because he just does. 
on the show Big Mouth. He does so many voices on mm-hmm. that show, and they're so funny. Like the nah, yeah, like he just, nah. he just has this like thing in his voice, or like the the hormone monster. He's like, oh, oh fuck yeah, oh fuck yeah. It's just like so intense. You're ready to blow. Like, Whoa, dude. Um. Anyway. Uh, all right, dude. I'll, I'll do this for ten more minutes. Yeah, no, so that's, we, no, we can't. That's good. That's a good stopping point. It's right. one. It's an hour ten. We're at seventy minutes. That was super fun. I want to try. Time. Can we do a one-hour podcast where we do just do that one time? Oh we yeah. Just, no one has. To, can we just hang out we sometime can. and just do that? Can we just be friends? Like, <laughs> yeah. does it have to be? No. Yeah, we absolutely can. I mean, I uh, love doing that. Yeah, thanks. This has been super fun. Yeah. Like, so much fun. Yeah, thanks for having me. I've been looking forward to it. Because um, this is, yeah, it's really fun for me too. So thanks for asking me cool questions and being at all interested in what I had to say and then playing my stupid game. <laughs> <laughs> That's all about. Yeah. Thanks, Michael. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs>